Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, Jesse Go, of course, your weekly science experiment. Are things funny yet? <laughs> we'll see. Dude. I've got a, uh, I've got a, I've got a doozy of a story queued up about my work bathroom. <laughs> Can we laugh at this? Hard to say. It's do jokes work day four. <laughs> Should we just make noises? <laughs> Loud sighs, grunts. What would you? What do you want from a comedy podcast, audience? Do you want us to? <laughs> Try and be light and humorous. You know what I was thinking of doing? Yeah. Like a heartfelt speech about how 9-11 affected me. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, what it's like here in New York right. in the aftermath of 9-11. Sure, sure. I mean, People liked it when Letterman did it. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. Just take other, like, you know key media moments and try and replicate them. Yeah, and then we bring Regis what, out. What do you remember about the MASH finale? <laughs> can we... Now, I don't enjoy watching MASH, but, I mean, I'm, you know, I kind of know what the show's about. Maybe we could kind of, you know, poke through the MASH finale together. I mean, I wouldn't. we wouldn't get all the beats right, you know, but, necessarily, but I think we could replicate the vibe. I've got the Hot Lips Hulahan beats committed to memory. <laughs> yum, yum. Right here in the old Spank Bank. <laughs> to, uh, to, for the folks at home, Jesse's Spank Bank is, uh, I don't know, right around his frontal cortex? <laughs> yeah. Where does the Spank Bank lay? Well, what you do is first you uh, hit, your, hit, hit the base of your skull yeah. with a syringe full of radioactive dye. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you get in that MRI tube. Mm-hmm. You know, you lie down. Hold on, I need to get my phrenology head. <laughs> Is that funny? Can we make? Can we reference something that was racist? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I've got an especially, uh, especially big spanking lobe. <laughs> Boy, I'm naturally so horny. I'm a naturally horny people. Is it enlarged by circumstance or by gift of birth? Hold on, I have to let me cast these runes. <laughs> Ask my god, Rom the Vacuous Spider. I played a game of uh, Trivial Pursuit mm-hmm. where Hot Lips Hulahan came up. Okay. Uh, it was a question. It was, what's the nickname of Jennifer Hulahan or yeah. whatever her mm-hmm. first name is? And I did not get it. Mm-hmm. This was a classic example of a very problematic type of Trivial Pursuit game. Yeah. A Trivial Pursuit game where you found the box somewhere mm-hmm. and you don't know when it's from and it turns out to be from 1980. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of West Germany related questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Ed Sullivan questions. Right. A few radio comedy questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very challenging, very, very challenging situation. Yeah, no, I have uh, never enjoyed a game of Trivial Pursuit, but... Uh, <laughs> Wait, you mean that you've never enjoyed... You, you've you partaken of it, but not enjoyed it? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's exactly the situation you describe. I think we had a family Trivial Pursuit, you know, in the downstairs closet where we kept all the board games. Right. Uh, and, you know, we would break it out on family game night from time to time. But, yeah, it was just one of those things where it was 
just from 1976 or whenever, and just nothing nothing made sense. I mean, you did a lot better than your parents at the science questions, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You were actively studying science That's in your true. laboratory. That's true. And I've always loved graduated cylinders. <laughs> as a child, I just had them up in my room, so... You graduated with a degree in cylinders, didn't you? A, a minor in cylinders. Got it. Majored in Bunsen burners. Oh, excellent. These are the science words I know. The best moment of our Trivial Pursuit game mm-hmm. was, uh, this was up at my cabin, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a Bullseye Buds retreat mm-hmm. there, which is, the staff of Bullseye has been nicknamed by uh, Christian the Bullseye Buds. This is spelled with a Z, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Of course. How else would you say? Is there another way to spell it? I mean, not that I know of. Um, just like in the movie Air Buds. <laughs> um, That's and, about a dog that could smoke hella weed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, there was a question which came There's up. There's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't get blazed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you exactly what member of the Bullseye Buds mm-hmm. took this guess, but it was the true magic moment mm-hmm. of the Trivial Pursuit game. The question was, this... Strikes the Empire State Building about 50 times a year. Mm. Now, you're considering this choice. You're thinking thinking of all the different possibilities. There was a long consideration period Mm -hmm. for this Bullseye staff member. What what category is this under? Nature and science. Okay. Nature and science. So far, I've thought of one answer. Okay. Uh, It seemed as though this person was having a hard time coming up with Mm -hmm. an answer until... A light bulb went on. Mm-hmm. The guess was parachutes. I was, okay. So it's lightning, right? <laughs> yes, of course it's lightning. I'm like, what can this surprising answer be? Mine was going to be King Kong's. <laughs> <laughs> parachutes. Parachutes. Parachutes striking the Empire State <laughs> Building. Yeah, it's odd to think of a parachute as striking something. It cannot strike anything, I don't it think. It can envelop. It's too, it's too soft. Yeah. It can billow against. Sure. <laughs> Although, a parachuter mm-hmm. could strike the Empire State Building. Absolutely. Were he, for some reason, bailing out of his World War II aircraft <laughs> yeah. over Manhattan. Sure. What a grisly death. <laughs> But it really was a brutal, like, the 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 essential frustration mm-hmm. of Trivial Pursuit is that there are some questions that seem so reasonable mm-hmm. and other questions that only the worst baby boomer would know the answer to. Sure, right, yeah, like, sure. I'm trying to think of what one of those would be. Something about Buddy Holly, I guess. Yeah, but like not about – there was a question about Rudy Valley. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's a little bit closer. Yeah, like I, you or I might know about Buddy Holly. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that's still re- relevant in today's world. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That was that was ultimately like the – Wayne Newton or something like that. And what it does is over the course of the Trivial Pursuit game mm-hmm. – and I should explain. All, all four of the Bullseye Buds, myself – Kevin, Bullseye's producer, uh, Christian, uh, producer at large here at mm-hmm. Maximum Fun, and uh, uh, Kara, our production fellow, mm-hmm. we're all millennials. Sure. Okay, we range from uh, the eldest of millennials, myself, mm-hmm. to- uh, What we call the dark millennials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In a time before Snapchat. And 
the dark millennials wandered the earth. Over the course of the whatever, 60, 70 minutes of playing Trivial Pursuit, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, just this profound, deep, boiling resentment of the baby boom mm-hmm. just starts to build and build until it's steaming out of everyone's ears with every I, yeah. question about MASH, <laughs> with every question about right. a lesser Norman Lear sitcom, mm-hmm. with every question about something that probably happened on the sh- off camera in the movie American Graffiti. Yeah. Rhoda. Yeah. Deep Rhoda questions. Yeah. Tertiary yeah. characters on Evening Shade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say that that particular Trivial Pursuit edition is the worst thing the baby boomers have ever done. Yeah. I think that's about right. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I've seen I've seen the voting returns. I um I boy I haven't played a board game in forever. I've begrudgingly played a, ga- a couple of games of Cards Against Humanity, which right. I have said before on the program I do not like. Um, and I played one uh, boy possibly the most awkward game situation I've been in in my recent life. This was maybe a year and year and a half ago. Um, I was at a like work party with someone I was dating. Mm-hmm. And you know, have not met these people. And it was this. It, it was this young lady's work, not your work. Yes, exactly. Uh, never met these people. You know, and maybe honestly, a little too early to be going to someone's work party. We were maybe four dates in, so you know. But you were already wearing the lampshade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I might as well go to a fun work party. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, but but you know, hell, why not? Right. Uh. And this was a house party. And uh, and they booted up a a bootleg version of Cards Against Humanity that you play like with your phones. Uh huh. So it it goes through the TV. It was through their cable service or whatever. And what is this? Is this like a board game that you play by dialing into that thing that has half a page advertisement in the newspaper in <laughs> 1993? It's something like that. Yeah, it was pretty simple to set up. So it was just like, you know, it, it was, was like through the, that, those mechanics, but on your phone. Through that BBC information system <laughs> dial up thing. Yeah, you call the 80s. Yeah, you call the operator. You call the switchboard lady. Got it. She puts you through to fun party game. Got it. Uh, and, you know, and I think those games are known for their, you know, for their bad taste, for their non-PC humor. Their ribaldry. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're not, you know, every, everybody's thinking it, you know. Uh, come on, it's just a joke. Like, that's the, I, that's the tone of these things. Yeah, like baby AIDS. <laughs> sure. Like, oh, I can't believe you said it. So random. So dark. Uh, yeah, exactly. Baby AIDS is a great... To be fair, mm-hmm. equal opportunity offender. Absolutely. They'll also say adult AIDS. Right. And horse rape. Got it. Um, so think about the proper version of the game has that sense of humor. The fucking bootleg version that you build up on your TV, sometimes the answer is just the N-word. Like... What? It was... not. That's not that bad. That's an exaggeration. But, like, think about... Think about the the humor of those types of games, but just an unsuccessful guy illegally made his own and could probably be sued and just has no sense of comedy. They were the most – they like – Jesse, I work in the comedy business. I'm not easily offended. I think I know the difference between a a, a joke and a 
slur. But these were so <laughs> awful. They were like so like just just so vile. And you're like, why does this card say hook nose? Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. Why why does this say uh, a boatload of quadroons? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish it was I, I would be more comfortable if it was like old time racism oh. uh, but it was just the worst and but it was one of these things where like fuck I what do I do I am absolutely new to these people they are not evil people from were from these what people in the entertainment industry or in a different industry no these were regs okay these were – yeah, no one was in the entertainment industry. That's what we call you, by the way, listeners. Yeah. Hey, I want to shout out to all you regs out there, punching your clocks and filling your lunch boxes, sipping your coffee. It's, it doesn't even matter. Most of our listeners are what we call entertainment in- insiders. Right, exactly. They subscribe to Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> exactly. They've seen all the set picks from Doctor Strange. Yeah. They've, they've been looking at those set picks for months. Sure. They know all about that set. Yeah. They've seen the pics. They prefer practical effects. Oh, right, exactly. It's more real. You can touch it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was so uncomfortable. And what I, did you do? Uh, I, foo boy, I hemmed and hawed, and complained, but I still did the did the game. I still played it to its completion. I guess I was thinking about what my... And I don't know if that was the right thing to do. I still kick myself about it a little bit. Should I have said, hey, this is bad. Can we do something else? But yeah, I just was like... I was just paralyzed by that. I don't know these people. I'm a guy they've never met. They all seem nice. Like everybody was very nice and like, you know, they didn't seem like... Were they a multicultural group? Uh, It was not completely white but it was not it uh it was not it was not mixed enough that someone who was not white would feel comfortable speaking up yeah right exactly yes exactly i think there were a few i i and i would glance periodically to the not straight white guys in the room and they seemed fine with it and i think everybody but I think with these games you know you kind of enter into it with a sense of you, you know. tear up that social contract. Yeah, let's get we're just get down and dirty. Why not? I'm yeah. already wearing the lampshade. So yeah, and I did not I did not find any allies. Right. In my glancing around the room. You uh, were looking for a you were looking for a single raised eyebrow or a slightly like a, a sideways eh, facial expression. Or a, uh, yeah. Uh, huh. And I was doing those. There's a and part it was of not, me the, that call and response was not coming back. Jordan, I think you're familiar with my career ambition to mm-hmm. appear as a guest on the television show Archer. Sure. My sole career ambition. Mm-hmm. I once visited the- – Mine's to own a hammock. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Great. That's, I guess that's not really a career thing, although I could probably use it in my career enough to where it would be Well, I mean if you, right got that, if you got that four-hour work week or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Get that book and you're, then you're just, you're just looking at, staring at your toes and your teeny. It's true. Got to get that book and a case of Soylent and Rita. I am good. It's probably a Rita. Yeah. Um, I visited once upon a time the production offices of Archer. This is when they mm-hmm. were working on – I've actually twice visited mm-hmm. them. Again, Entertainment Insider. This was when they were working on the pilot of Archer, and we went to a local barbecue joint, mm-hmm. which, of course, is the thing to do when visiting a major southern city such mm-hmm. as Atlanta. Go to the local barbecue joint. Uh, and the whole staff at lunch together played a game called Apples to Apples. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which I think is similar to Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I think it I is think the, the Silly Billy version. And uh, Fun for the whole family, from what I understand. I was terrible at it mm-hmm. and uncomfortable playing it. Uh, not because it was offensive, mm-hmm. uh, but simply because I am not that silly. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Um, and I, to this day, believe that my poor performance in that game may be the thing standing between me and a coveted cameo voice role sure. on the FX series Archer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I know this story because I subscribe to Entertainment Weekly. Right. Because I want to see those well, early set picks. Jordan, you're mistaken. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to correct you. Oh, okay. It's not my place to correct you. No. But uh, I don't think that this was actually in the Entertainment Weekly story. Uh, well, I, you might have seen this on JoeBlow.com. <laughs> it might have been JoeBlow.com. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I saw this on Ebom's World. <laughs> <laughs> that the, I made a video about it for Break.com. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen all this stuff because I love the net. Oh, um, man. I was so proud of the jib jab video I made. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, it's more of an animated greeting card, but <laughs> that's some good content in there. You got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, apparently, for his coveted role on Archer, the guy from the Americans just wowed everybody during Settlers of Catan. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. They probably have one of the expansion sets too. Yeah, more lumber. <sighs> okay, well. Well, our guest, Ian Carmel, almost here. So uh, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll come back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Is the newest season of The Great British Bake Off any good? What exactly are furries? What shows should I binge watch on Netflix? What movie should I go see this weekend? Hey, how did Crash win Best Picture? I'm still mad about that. For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable show with me, Guy Branham. Winter Mitchell. Margaret Wappler. And Oliver Wang. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcasts. I'm not going to judge. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the the monster. Okay, Jordan I, Morris, boy detective. It was fun when I used that last week. I keep bring it, keep it in the rotation. Okay, you didn't sound stoked about it. Yeah, well, that's because I wasn't committed to my choice. I mean, that was the problem. Do you want to do it again with extra commitment, Jesse? I want to. I want you. To, I want you to introduce yourself. Again. I guess I just don't believe. And what in I want to see from you, what I want to see from you, I don't think you. I can do it, Jordan. I don't think I can do it. Close your eyes and think about the most committed performers. They are people who do YouTube parody songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere out there, there's a fucking good-looking Mormon family. Uh huh. The dad was in theater school. Right. Dropped out when the wife got pregnant. But fucking a couple times a year, he wrangles the family uh-huh. to do a song parody. 
Right. He's in great shape. She's in great shape. They both have pretty good voices. Their kids don't want to be there, but they are. Right. And they fucking belt out uh-huh. an amazing parody uh-huh. of Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe right. called Call Me Gravy. Uh-huh. They fucking drop that shit just in time for Thanksgiving. Everybody forwards it. This is me. This is my family. OMG. So cute. You're committed. Jesse Thorne, introduce yourself like you are a fucking obnoxious YouTube parody family. Can I just imagine Daniel Day-Lewis That's fine, too. That's fine, too. Becoming a cobbler. Whatever whatever your, whoever your commitment spirit animal is. Okay. We're just going to start completely over? Yeah. It's Jordan. Brian, cut this out. (laughs) It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the monster. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, our guest is here, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know him as a stand-up comic, mm-hmm. beloved stand-up comic. Sure. You know him as a successful television comedy writer mm-hmm. on The Late Late Show with James Corden. His name, Ian Carmel. Hey, I just met you. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, I just ate lunch, and this is crazy. <laughs> But I'm still hungry. So, so pass call that, me gravy. Call me gravy. Pass that gravy yeah. better. It's hard to eat, but I need I'll, some moisture. I, <laughs> my mouth's so dry. So, so pass, pass that, that gravy. gravy. Before I had this turkey, I was so hungry. I was so hungry. I was so hungry. I don't know the rest of the song, though. That the was original. amazingly good. Thank you. <laughs> that was that was stunningly good. I come that was from what a- they call a demonstration <laughs> of value. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if that's from the book The Game mm-hmm. or yeah. if it's from a physical theater class I took with a real life it's from clown. the movie The Game. You're thinking of the movie The Game. Got that's it. Where it's from. <laughs> Isn't that Sean Penn actually sings that whole song? Sean Penn does, yeah. That's if you a- stay after the credits, it's Marvel, Marvel style. Correction. <laughs> <laughs> They're teasing another game movie that they never yeah, ended up making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correction, it's a line from the rapper, the game. It is. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> the gritty urban rapper. Mm-hmm. Face, face tattoos and all. Face tattoos and all. Formerly known as Chuck Taylor. Hmm. Hmm. Copyright mm. infringement. Yeah. Do you think Nike would have sued him for that? Who owns Converse, by the way? Nike. That's a that's a Nike. fact that some people don't like to contend with. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of punks who are rocking like Chuck Taylors, you know, like... Thinking they're casting off the system. Meanwhile, Phil Knight sitting on his throne of the bones of small South Pacific children. Yeah. You know? It is a nice throne. Yeah. It is a I beautiful, mean, beautiful throne. <laughs> grotesque. Sure. A grotesque. Absolutely. Grotesque, a nightmare. Grotesque in concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but in execution. execution. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking beautiful. about when he executes the children. No, but that and happens ex- too. That sure. does happen. And that he does, happens mm-hmm. too. And he does a good job. Yeah. You don't want them to unionize, you right. know? And the secret, the magic out of the it. The secret, you gotta buff those bones. <laughs> you gotta buff the bones. You gotta buff the bones. He yeah. does a beautiful... There's a nice sheen on There's them. a sheen, there's a sheen, and then underneath, there's a stru- the bones are matte mm-hmm. underneath. Mm-hmm. So it's more of an ornamental bone on the outside, and then the stru- it's just the contrast is stunning. You know how they came up with that? No. On an episode of Exhibit's television show, Pimp That Throne. That was, <laughs> it was Pimp That Throne. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wash the throne. Wash yeah. the throne. Yeah. Wash. <laughs> <laughs> Ian uh, Carmel making his presence felt sure. uh, Ian, I was in our intro segment. Yes, I was teasing a story yeah. about the work bathroom. Yes, 
I want to ask you, Ugh. what's your... Do you think jokes work yet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, can we be funny as a nation? Are people ready to laugh or... Uh, sure. Despois election? Yeah, I think I think we can be... I think oh, sorry, we have what? to... Despois uh, Spanish, after the election. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I understand despues. What was oh, the other word? E- election. It's a, it's a fun huh. Matthew Broderick picture. Oh. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> because that movie was so funny. Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. we ready to laugh in the after wake of that. the most Ian, hilarious movie? I'm sorry. What was, what was that word again? Election. Sorry, we don't work blue. Oh, oh thank you. Boners. Uh, they're the best. Man, I love a boner. Gotta love I love a boner. I love a boner. As long as it's not in public, I'm all for it. I love getting one under the desk at work, and this sure. is my secret. You know? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> this this is for daddy. <laughs> this is daddy's boner. This one's for daddy. Ugh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ian, what is your what's what are the what are the bathrooms like at the James Corden program? Are they nice? Do you have one you prefer? Are there options? Oh, I'm going to assume that Corden himself is stanking him up. Corden oh, himself yeah. goes and uses every bathroom as a show of power. Yeah. Every, <laughs> sure. every every bathroom in the entire office he uses, and he makes hard eye contact as he walks out of them. Sure, uh, that's why he has all those two a.m. fajitas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so he can get to work the next day and really fucking do a number. He's a man with a rigorous fajita schedule. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, uh, they they vary pretty wildly. They I, w- I will tell you there are bathrooms in the guests' green rooms. Okay, and then that sort of area that you're not supposed to use. Right, but you know the I do. Oh wow, you know I do. You know I sneak in. You're in you're in Daisy Fuentes' bathroom. Absolutely, exclusively. Yeah, <laughs> the Daisy Fuentes Memorial Green Room. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. All right, rest in power, Daisy Fuentes. <laughs> Soldier gone too soon, gone but not forgotten. Uh, <laughs> Point it out. <laughs> We there's so there's there's ones in their dressing rooms. Please and then God, like, don't take Dan Cortez. Yes, us. leave us, leave us Omar Gooding, leave us Dan Cortez. <laughs> uh, the world has just got so much harder to live in. The, <laughs> Our docks need to rock. <laughs> there's different levels. There's those ones which are really nice and clean. And then, and this is true of our bathrooms at work. And I think of men's bath, and I, I've heard women's bathrooms too. They're fucking awful. They're awful everywhere. Mm-hmm. People, that's only men's bathrooms. There's not what I, people tell me. Women's are also gross. I think this is maybe us. I think they have different standards. I've that might used, be true. yeah. I've used women's bathrooms. I'm talking about this is the situation where I'll use a women's mm-hmm. bathroom. Yeah. Okay, there's one available. I'm yeah. hoping <laughs> to <horny>. assault <laughs> a Republican man's wife. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> so I put on a dress. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the situation in which I will use a women's bathroom without shame. So at my therapist's office, and just for context, mm-hmm. Ian, mm-hmm. my therapist recently retired because I'm cured. Congratulations mm-hmm. to but both of you. At my therapist's office, there's two one-unit restrooms. Yes. Identical in all ways uh, in terms of fixtures. Yes. Uh, one for men, one for women. Sometimes somebody's in that men's bathroom. I got to get my brain fixed. Sure. In a timely fashion. You're on the clock. You're paying for that time in the bathroom. I'll make you extra think it's sure. Into the Woods star James Corden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll knock. That's what I know him yeah. from. I'll knock on that lady's room, say, excuse me, anyone in there? Just to double check. Absolutely. Hearing silence if the door is unlocked, I will go ahead and use that lady's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I will do that in any context, yeah. including in public. I have this giant beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't – I feel like – especially since I have grown the beard – I feel like it is almost as though it is more appropriate for me to do this because I am not trying to right. trick anyone. You're clearly not trying to sneak one past the goalie. Exactly. Yeah. So I will do that, and women's bathrooms are always nicer. You're, I think, that's just your reality. frame of reference is a like a medical facility. Yeah. 
The is, men's bathroom, I imagine, you is gotta, also clean. To really well, to be fair, this. where my therapist had his office in Burbank, there was also the New York Film Academy. <laughs> to really test this hypoth. Yeah. You gotta of, go to what like, is that? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Hypoth? I'm sorry. Election. Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm following. Yeah. I'm following. Um, you Jordan, gotta go to like. Jordan has a lot of graduated cylinders. We established that before. <laughs> yeah, you I have a big yeah. collection of graduated <laughs> cylinders. He's got a few beakers, too. Mm-hmm. That's where your money's all tied up big in cylinders. Science. Yeah. Big science nerd over here. Uh, to really test this, you have to go to like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, my God. Oh, right. You have to go to a place where the baseline bathroom situation is foul. Uh-huh. And to see which to see if to see if that's true because I'm guessing that both these bathrooms you're in, you know, but up again, in, up in the burbs with with a BW three, yeah, that's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and Whack, yeah. I think that and this whack. as this, in like beef and what beef whack like yeah. uh, like that yeah that's I, why it's BW that was the original <laughs> concept for Buffalo Wild Wings that's why people call it. B dub three. Is that true? That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about about Weck. Yeah, I just learned it within the last two years, and I'm a full grown adult. Yeah, uh, world traveler. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, but congratulations no, I think now they're on more focused. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I went in early December. Not ideal. Did you yeah. try the Weck? I did try the Weck. How was the Weck? I love the Weck. I couldn't get enough of the Weck. Honestly, the wings. I was like, enough of you. You can get you in any city. Give me more Weck. I focused on the Weck. Hmm. Yeah. So, wait, wait, oh, just quick question. Yeah. yeah. How? I've, now, I love buffalo wings. It's sure. maybe my favorite food. How are the buffalo wings in Buffalo? You said they paled in comparison to the Weck. I prefer I, – it wasn't even a paling in comparison. The Weck, I enjoyed and I was like, okay, it's kind of, it's kind of like a French French dip, but mm-hmm. you can't really – you never see Weck on the menu. You're not you're not in Grand Rapids or Beaverton, <laughs> Oregon no. or Yakima, Washington. Sure. And you're like, oh, I wonder if the Weck here is good. They never even have the Weck. But you can right. get chicken wings almost anywhere. Sure. Including really good ones here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Have you had, have you been to Pock Pock? Oh, I have been to Pock Pock. They do the a nice job. Pock they do Pock. a nice job. Shout out to Pock Pock. When yeah. are we going to Beyonce's chicken restaurant? <laughs> oh, we got invited to that. Yeah, sure. What we is got, Beyonce's chicken restaurant? Beyonce's is tour chef opened a wing restaurant. It's called Love Baked Wings. Oh, on Melrose, and it's really tasty. I didn't know that. Okay, so on my way home, they pretend got a nice like you haven't eaten dish. there yet. I've already told them I've eaten there. I have. I communicate with the Twitter account pretty regularly. <laughs> is it a really good wing? Somebody there's a, nice a Jordan. Okay. Somebody there's a Jordan Jesse Go fan knows about our interest in wings. Do they? Good wings, great sides. Oh, I love a good oh, side. Good side options there. What's their best side? What, in your opinion? There's a there's a sweet carrot. Oh yeah, like a glazed carrot. Mm-hmm. And it is nice. See, you need the it's chicken. A nice option. If the chicken wing is going to be a fiery lead singer along the lines of a Beyonce, mm-hmm. you need those. You need those sides to be kind of cool customers sure. laying in the background. You got to have a cool Solange. Yeah, you, up the rear. absolutely. A Solange. A Solange really does sound like something cool. It does. Like a Solange sounds like a dessert you'd get somewhere that had like it was that'd be a sorbet involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice after dinner Solange. <laughs> Can I introduce you to Solange? Oh, I couldn't. I'll look at the menu. I'll look, yeah, I'll look at the menu. Look. We probably won't get anything by look at the menu. <laughs> uh, if I may refocus away from wings. I mean, yeah. I know that wings are a fruitful subject. Absolutely. Sure. Meatful, at least. Fiery subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciate this weck discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the entire time inside my head, I was saying, wick, wick, weck. Uh, but I want Of course, there's that Keanu Reeves movie, John Weck. John Weck. <laughs> People are saying I'm whack. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm whack. 
I need to get back to the bathroom situation. Oh, yeah. Sure. So this is what I think. I think that at Buffalo Wild Wings, you are facing a sporting event-like situation, Mm -hmm. which is to say that at any given Buffalo Wild Wings, 70% of the people there are men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 30% women. Certainly there are many women who like to visit Buffalo Wild Wings. Of course. But any restaurant where the top attraction is the number of televisions showing sporting Mm -hmm. events, it's going to be more men than women. Yeah, probably. And uh, I I think that that plays itself out in the bathrooms. So I think that you will find it's not necessarily a fair comparison because you have 40% more men in that men's bathroom than you have women in the women's bathroom. Well, where are we going to get a good sample then? Because I think you're right. I think both of these cases are extreme. You know, you've got a doctor's office type facility that, you know, it's probably cleaned pretty regularly. You know, people are respectful. Right. When they're they're in a, you know, they're not in a, they're not in a fuck it mood when they're there. Right. So where do we, where can we look to where people are in a fuck it mood, but we have relative relatively similar numbers of men and women coming in and out. Costco. Costco. Oh, fuck. Wow. That's right. Yep. You're right. It's probably a Costco. Because people are kind of a fuck. They go in excited. Sure. But by the time the samples weren't what they thought they were going to be. Yeah. They never are, by the way. It's just You're a always bagel chasing dog. this dragon. It's just a bagel dog. You're always chasing. You go in once and they have like a little mini pizza and you're always chasing yeah. that experience. It's never there. Real- Where's the mini quiche? I would love a mini quiche under any circumstances. Real real talk, though, yeah. guys. Sure. Those pot stickers are pretty good. I do yeah. love the pot those frozen nice. pot stickers from nice. Costco. I love those those are pretty yeah. good. That's a pretty solid pot sticker. Kirkland does a good pot Kirkland, sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good tire. Si- it's their signature. <laughs> yeah, right. It's exactly. Their, it's their signature Why? pot sticker. <laughs> John Kirkland does not put his signature on anything other than that. He best. will not. He's at the factory. He's at so many different factories every single day. Why Sign isn't that a Costco? <laughs> Why isn't that Costco food area mm-hmm. where you get your dollar fifty hot dog? Mm-hmm. Why is there no wings? Mm. That seems like a prime place. Yeah. You should be able sure. to get 25 wings for 2.99 if that. Well, I'm guessing, you know, that Costco food area ease of preparation is probably key. Right. So you're going to get a chicken bake, chicken bake, something you can warm up. I bet they don't want to have deep fryers there. Right. So, you know, and I think the pizzas that they're serving are the Costco pizzas that you can get. You it's know, being heated up. They're heating it up. So hot yeah. dogs. They're on that treadmill situation. Sure. Just you know how you can you. get those rotisserie chickens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's put some wings over there. Over in that corner of the yeah. store. In that area. That's in the not rotisserie a bad idea. Chicken yeah. area. But I. Yeah. But where are you eating these? At in, the little tables. In my car. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in my car. <laughs> Just have them between your knees while yeah, you're driving. Between my knees, wearing a uh, a thing that I'm going to pitch to you guys as an investment opportunity right now. Let's hear it. A bib. Ooh. With a blue cheese pocket on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For wing eating while you're driving. So it's yeah. a bib that protects your shirt. But it also, there's a little cup. There's a little cup just sitting there in the bib. So you can dip the wing in it, mm-hmm. eat it. Can I get matching ones for baby and dada? Absolutely. Baby and dada. That's one of the that's Babies the love blue cheese. It's just, a, oh, it's dad's day to cook. What are we going to eat? You know? And it's because you're playing on these sexist stereotypes of men and women and their roles sure. in society. We're all sexist. We're trying to move some product here. You yeah. know, we're not trying to change the world. Exactly. And uh, yeah, that's the commercial. You got to sell people something they're familiar with already, mm-hmm. such as sexism. That's such as sexism. <laughs> people love it. <laughs> the, the, men's bathrooms, the, I, 
we need to all get on. There, there needs to be a national conversation mm-hmm. about what the etiquette in men's bathrooms is regarding a, a couple different things. And this is something I'm passionate about. One is if you're going to use. Uh, You've been so low key thus far. <laughs> I'm glad we finally get <laughs> on one of you your fired up. This is me. Sort of. This is sort of me at coasting speed. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 the toilets. If you're going to pee in a toilet with a seat on it, not a urinal. Not a trough, not right. a hole in the ground. A toilet with a seat on it. Lift that seat. Yeah, who are you? Sure. There are a lot of people in the world just peeing, trying to trying to use that gap on the seat. You know yeah. that tiny little gap, trying to get their pee to just fall in there. But and that seat gap got installed because people were trying to pee into the hole yeah. in the inner hole of yeah. the seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> Lift the seat up. <laughs> Grab some toilet paper if you're squeamish and use that to do it. But people are peeing all over these seats and then they're just like, and now I'm done, you know? And now all we can do is pray. And they just walk out and there's splatters of piss all over the toilet sure, seat. Sure, little and you, dots. And you got to go in, so you have to make a bowel movement. Maybe you had a fajita at 2 a.m. the other night, you yeah. know? Yeah. The old and Gordon it, special? The old yeah. Gordon special. And it's time for you It's time for you to do what God you've put all, you on this earth to do. You've already locked eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you go in there to poop. You know, and there's piss all over the seat, and now you, and now it's on you to clean up someone else's piss. And is it enough just to wipe the pee with a thing, or do you have to put one of those weird paper things on top? Ooh, I hate those. I don't even do the paper things. I hate I the wipe. feeling of that on my bare bottom. It's so much grosser yeah. than whatever diseases I'm getting transdermally. Yeah. Yes. So what? Are you, okay, so that's bathroom issue number one. That's number one. If you're gonna pee in there, lift, lift the, seat. the seat. I think we can all get behind that. Lift the damn seat. Right. This is basic shit. This is basic shit. You'd think it would be. Right. Raised by wolves, for God's sake. The second one is conversation. Yeah. I'm a hardline no conversation in the bathroom, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't chat with me. I don't want to talk to anybody. Can I address the thing that's worse than conversation in the bathroom? Talking on the cellular phone? Oh, my God. What kind of sicko are you? Does the other person Secretly know? Secretly peeing while you oh. continue a conversation with a sales representative? So that's maybe what – that's maybe <laughs> probably leading to some of um. our – This is there's probably – these problems are probably related. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So, so the people who are talking on their phone, you don't want to pee right onto the water because nah. they hear the splashing. So you're probably trying to pee around the rim. So, you know, right. just pee on – Porcelain is much quieter than pee in water. It's whisper quiet. So these people are talking, and they're peeing around the rims. They're yeah. splashing up onto the seat. And they're so busy. They're so engrossed in this phone call. Uh-huh. Like, reverse the charges, Carol, you know? Sure. But they don't even think to, they don't even think to lead Operator. Yeah. <laughs> representative. Speak with a representative. Yeah. Rep- right. And they're just getting so frustrated. Pennsylvania 65,000. I don't have my routing number. <laughs> Operator. So they don't even think to lean... Maybe Why are they is. carrying around one of those phones with a horn that you're talking to <laughs> and a thing that you hold up to your ear? Klondike 5. Yeah. <laughs> so is that, are those all your bathroom issues? No, more? there's more. There's more. But I will say, as far as the phone conversation goes, mm-hmm. it, you know how in California, if you're recording a conversation, you the person has to be aware that you're recording. You have to be like, sure. by the way, I'm going to yeah. record this mm-hmm. conversation. It sh- you should have to tell the person you're on the phone with, I am going to walk into a bathroom sure. and yeah. through my penis or whatever genitalia you have, mm-hmm. right. get rid of some of this liquid. Mm. Yeah. You should have to tell them that. I think that's true. And, you, and it should be illegal as shit on the phone with anyone. Yeah, illegal. Sure. Illegal. What do you think? Jail? Fine? First Prison? offense. First offense, a fine yeah. not to exceed $250,000. Okay. That's- Second 
Judge's discretion. <laughs> Judge's discretion. Not to exceed 250. And second time, absolutely. Mandatory jail time. Not prison. We're not talking two years or greater. But this is six months work release. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad we got that all out there. <laughs> it all, seems all very legally binding. Now, the, second, the, the third one, yeah. if I may. Or did you, you have may. something that – Go ahead. The third one, people sometimes – I was in a bathroom the no other day. No sword fighting. No sword fighting. <laughs> You're no, an adult I'm, now. I'm pro sword fighting, but no conversation beforehand. <laughs> it has to be an eye contact thing. <laughs> an unspoken. <laughs> sure. You have to slap someone with your glove. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right, exactly. Letting him know that you have uh, offended his honor. Yes, a glove which you have just coughed into because of your consumption. Right. Uh, <laughs> The, no, people make – I was in a bathroom at a bar the other day. Not even a bar. Like a bar restaurant. It was like four in the afternoon on a Sunday. I, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone was that hammered. The person next to me peeing was making such a bizarre battery of noises that it distract. I couldn't go until they left because this guy was like peeing next to me. And he was just like, Ugh. And like mm-hmm. I get that yeah. if it's an opening salvo. Maybe you make the one noise you're relieved. But this person continued it throughout the entire – P- Maybe they were on the phone. They might have been on the phone. It was a Bluetooth. It was a Bluetooth. They were a sex. They were a sex line operator. Hi, honey, are you there? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> huh. Oh, 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 oh! All right, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. He was just making so many Good noises. Luck on deployment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Operator. <laughs> Please be safe. Uh, he was just making so. I don't have my routing number. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, I don't have it. Maybe that's their like uh, their access code at their bank. It's yeah. just a series of near orgasmic runs. <laughs> Maybe they're connecting to a bulletin board using a modem. Yeah. <laughs> he was just making so many noises. It just really, it really bummed me out. And I think I think lock it down. You're saying one one exclamatory noise, a brief fine, is it, fine. Like they say, uh, like the FCC said when Bono said, "Oh fuck." Yeah, uh, it's a fleeting exclamation or okay. something Fleet- like that. Yeah, absolutely. A fleeting exclamation is fine. A, a a signifier that you're relieved to finally be mm-hmm. peeing is great. I don't need this running commentary. Right. So yeah. Okay. So I just want to be clear. Yes. Because I don't want to go to jail. Okay. okay. I, don't want, I don't want you to go to jail. I don't need that. You know? I do want to go to jail, but I need to know the rules so that I can go sure. to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both sides of the aisle. You can make an opening grunt. Yes. Then, you know, finish up silently. Yes. Three seconds Then after you're done, can you say, I'm a big boy? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. If, if you are a big boy. But well, I mean, not, I went pee-pee in the potty, yeah, so yeah, not. I think I'm a big boy. Yeah, I think I'm a big boy. Your pants still have to be around your ankles when you say it. Oh, though. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pants and underwear fully gathered around your ankles. <laughs> Number yeah. one. My He-Man underwear. <laughs> Number one, you're getting braggy. Number two, <laughs> we know you go pee-pee in the potty. Number three, we know you're a big boy. Mm-hmm. We've seen your star chart. <laughs> okay? Yeah. There's a lot of gold stars on there, and we know what those mean. <laughs> well, some are for chores. Okay. Some yeah. are for chores. Okay. Uh, so here's my work bathroom yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks back, I talked about – so we have a, a lot of bathroom options where I work. Okay. Some are, are, are far nicer than others. Uh, I found a nice bathroom in an adjacent building. Mm. Uh, it's on the Price is Right set? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, Wait, do you work at Television City? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, I work okay. at uh, I work at uh, Hollywood Center Studios. Oh, because the Just Price is Right set. Just what Hollywood lot do you work at? 
Uh, it's all right. Is it a movie lot? I only work at Sunset Gower. Lot <laughs> <laughs> humor. Um, we finally managed to find a more alienating <laughs> local subject than the Grove. Yeah. Uh, you guys ever tried to park at Sony? Forget oh it. Oh, my God. Forget it, folks. Yeah. I, uh, oh, I'm a visitor? Why, yeah. why are you mistreating your visitors by yeah, making right. them park on five? God. Oh, some okay. I was about to actually get into that. Well, go ahead, keep talking. Yeah, that really resonated <laughs> yeah. with me too. Yeah. So I go there sometimes for screenings. <laughs> I'm there's a there's an adjacent building to ours that has beautiful bathrooms. Yeah. Not only is it, you know, pristine, you know, not often others in it. Always smells nice because nobody's been using it. Yeah. But they got a speaker. They're piping in 92.3 The Wave, mm. which... You mean The Wave. That's the one. And it... More local references. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on KNX 1070 News Radio. <laughs> Who wants KNX to talk, Art LeBeau? Um, this is a beautiful, easy listening station. Yeah. Just makes for a wonderful soundtrack to, you know, a 5 number two. Absolutely. Uh, so I go in my, you know, my fortress of solitude, and they are playing fucking Christmas music. No. Oh, wow. I don't know if this is the Waves decision. I don't know. I don't casually listen to the Wave. I only listen to it while pooping. It's President Trump, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that Was that one of his First mandates? Mandate. First mandate, yeah. What was... Christmas first, music in all bathrooms? First 100 days of office, yeah. Radio what? playing yeah. non-seasonal music, non-seasonal period. Music. Sad, period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that will help America put the Christ back in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And I don't love Christmas music. I'm fine with it. I'm not one of those types. Right. But especially while I'm... While I'm I'm having a poop. Yes. I don't know. It just it's not how I want to feel. I want to hear some Phil Collins era Genesis. You know. <laughs> right. That's what. That's part of the allure that brought you to that bathroom in the first place. So I was complaining about this to some coworkers. I prefer more progressive Genesis, but go oh, ahead. Yeah, sure. Well, you you love time signatures. Yeah. Whereas I prefer the Genesis from the Lord's Bible, so I would love this bathroom. Oh, yeah. sure. And Brian out there prefers yeah. the Sega Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> we all have a different Genesis. Uh, and so I was talking to a coworker about this, and I'm like, oh, hey, you know that, that bathroom where they're always playing the music? He's like, ah, oh, they're putting on Christmas music in there now. He's like, oh, my God, that's that's too bad. Yeah, I don't want to listen to Christmas music. And I'm like, yeah, I prefer the easy listening that they usually have. And he's like, wait, what? I'm like, it's the easy listening that you play of, uh, you know, the wave on? He's like, every time I've been in there, they've played Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> what? It's like it's like another, like we're going through a dimensional gate. Do you think you're being gaslit somehow? I don't know what's happening. Is there somebody watching, like, and picking, a, just looking at you and picking a personal soundtrack? Like, there's a DJ. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. sitting outside of it, like, I know, the dial, dial this up for this wick, guy. Wick, yeah. Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes... wick, wick, playing the Weck soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, wild, boy. Wild, Weck. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love it when Will Smith used to uh, rap about his meals. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. the plots of the movies he was in. These are the parents just don't understand which yeah there's some, there some cuts yeah oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah Ugh. sure nightmare on my beef yeah nightmare <laughs> on my beef yeah and of course just the two of us yeah what's the willingham pun <laughs> points all right <laughs> um 
so yeah, so not only is this bathroom playing Christmas music, but also this guy has had a totally different experience in this same bathroom. Yeah, I think that there, I think Ian's got the right mm-hmm. idea here. Mm-hmm. I think oh, they've hired Will any yum. Okay. Oh yeah, it was right there. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I think that they have hired an experienced curator. Mm. Someone the mm. reason that this bathroom is so nice is that someone is re- mixing and if I may remixing. Oh yeah. The elements into what I call a mashup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from the movie Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. They're curating your experience as you go into dine. And this it's weird because there was that one time I went in and it was I just said uh, dine. <laughs> there was just it was uh, Anna Kendrick smacking some cups around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she was doing it with a toilet paper roll. Yeah. And yeah. I want to be clear that this person uh, bears animus towards you, Jordan. This person mm. dislikes you, so they're trying to drive you mad. Yeah. I don't know that I would l- – yeah. Well, maybe they're also trying to do that to my coworker. I don't know how I would feel about pooping to appetite for destruction. It'd be, that'd be a tough thing to do. I mean that is so – that's so much juice. You yeah. don't feel you like know? that would get you into what you might call your power pose? I don't think so. I think it would stress me out. I think it would cause me to clench. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your window would close. Made me feel like pooping in the jungle. Maybe the – It's not just fun and games in there. There's tigers. <laughs> <laughs> and they are watching you poop. The Mr. Brownstone part might, you know, we've been dancing with Mr. <laughs> Brownstone. Like, that would kind of get you in the mood for it. Yeah, maybe that would be good. Because of the brown part, which yeah. is the color of poop. For people <laughs> who are listening oh, boy, home. it sure is, buddy. <laughs> people who, for, for the people listening at home, poop is brown. Ian, <laughs> you got that right, Ace. <laughs> boy, yeah. howdy. You do a lot of sound effects on this show, right? Uh, we drop them in later. Nice, so nice. after every funny thing we've said, uh, Austin Powers will go, yeah, baby. Uh, oh, fantastic. My wife. Uh, <laughs> but it's Austin Powers, Austin saying, Powers my wife. saying my wife. <laughs> it's Austin Powers doing a Borat impression. Jordan, to be fair, that is not Austin Powers. That is the love guru. <laughs> the love guru is saying my wife <laughs> in a... As close to a Borat voice as he can get. Right. Mm-hmm. But in full love guru regalia. Yes. Yeah. I would love a, a morning radio show that just played drops from like lesser Mike Myers movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I made an axe murderer. His role is that like advisor in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what about the documentary he made about his manager? Oh, Superman. <laughs> Shep. Yeah. This, he or have Uber any dialogue? Mench? I forget what it was. Super. Yeah. Yeah. He's I, in it. He's interviewed in it. Isn't it? Mike Myers? Mike, Mike Myers, Myers interviews himself for his own documentary that yeah. he directed. So there's he probably directed. some drops you can throw into your morning radio show from that. I feel like that anytime you're directing a documentary, you don't get to be one of the interview subjects. No. Can you be like, you know what? I need a shot of this. And you just sit in front of the camera and do it. Hmm. You, you know what I like it the most? I think Michael Rappaport did it perfectly. It beats Rhymes in Life, the Tribe mm-hmm. Called Quest documentary. You don't have to tell me what Michael Rappaport's Tribe Called <laughs> Quest documentary is called. Just for the people listening at home, Poop is Brown, Michael Rappaport made a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything you need to know. Uh, the, the, every, like, you don't see him at all, but you hear him a couple times asking questions, Yeah, and he left that in. Just a little, just just the artist hiding his signature in the painting. Plus, they he did include Avenger style after the credits. Yeah, his part of Jay Z's "City Is Mine" video, hmm. where uh, oh, uh, where I never stayed to watch Jay- after the credits. Where Jay Z says, "Thank you very much, Agent Rappinport," <laughs> and then Blackstreet goes, "You belong to the city, mm-hmm. really? You belong to the night." 
They do do that, but it's not in the Tribe Called Quest documentary. It would be weird. Oh, what? Is it on Fade to Black? Where is it on? In the City of Darkness. There's a music video with Michael Rappaport. I haven't seen it. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, I feel like I've let you down. I was uh, flipping around. It's great. Hey, Jay-Z and Michael Rappaport getting a big argument. In this music video? In the music in the video. the music video for that song. It's a setup. And Michael Rappaport is uh, like an FBI agent who's yeah. trying to pressure Jay-Z into spilling the beans. But, guys, Jay-Z's not going to spill the beans. The city is his. Is Jay-Z, Jay-Z not turning states. Is he no. Jay-Z in this music video? Yeah. Huh. So he's playing himself. As a, as a rapping drug dealer. Oh, okay. And then Black Street are on top of a tall building in Diddy suits, mm-hmm. making grand gestures and saying, We belong to the city. How many people are in Black Street? You belong to the night. Four? Four? I was going to say four. Yeah, I think yeah, four. Yeah. What is it? Every now and then in rap videos, people will just be on top of buildings. In, just in, in any music video. Just get up there. My favorite one is Busta Rhymes. In the victory video, oh, just perched on the side of a building in a storm like a gargoyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think now with drone technology, yeah. we'll have more building top shots? Seems like those would be easier. Yeah. I to think get we these will days. at first, mm-hmm. and then people will be so unimpressed with it. There are that we'll f- get a lot more sewer stuff where drones can't go. Oh, yeah, yeah that'll be the new. That'll be the new what's <laughs> sure. up. Sure. Yeah. They're actually making music videos for all of the songs from that video of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles national tour of malls. Oh, good. <laughs> oh great. Making them in sewers. Yeah. Can drones not go in sewers? I suppose they can. Yeah. It's just who wants to get them down there? It would be know? hard to get it down there. It would be tough. Yeah. It's too low for a drone. Drone morally. Yeah. <laughs> too- <laughs> they built a soar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of the post-credits tease, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, a few months ago I was flipping around mm-hmm. and I caught the end of the Gem and the Holograms movie oh. on HBO. That was on HBO. HBO went ahead and bought that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Throw it up, up there. And I noticed it because our Flophouse buddies, yeah, Flophouse the Bad Movie podcast, had goofed on it you know, uh, in a recent episode. Yeah, they're very funny. So this is the last... You know, ten minutes of the Gem and the Holograms movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the cartoon from? I do. From yeah, yeah. I remember. That. I remember when they made the movie too. I didn't see it. No, I think no one did. I think it has some sort of weird record for like lowest grossing wide release or something wow, like yeah. that. It, you know. it was directed by the director of that Justin Bieber documentary. Am I remembering that correctly? <laughs> oh, I don't know. That, I think uh, that's true. Sounds about right. That yeah, that sounds like what what you get when you direct a successful Bieber documentary. Yeah. Uh, do you know the cartoon? Are you familiar? I watched a lot of it as a kid, but I don't remember anything about it, except that they were a kind of new wave band. Yeah, they were a they were a there was a, a computer had a computer friend. They had a computer friend, a fun new wave band. Mm-hmm. I think they all everybody dressed like you know, kind of a Starman era David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Right, that was the aesthetic. Uh, and they they their enemies were a kind of punk group. Called the, the misfits. misfits. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. So, from what I understand, the misfits are not in the movie proper. Uh huh. Post credits come around. That's that first batch of credits. Yeah, and there's Glenn Danzig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a pretty little dress. So the fucking credit that first you know batch of credits ends. Cut to black. Camera comes back up again, and you're in a you're in a like a subway tunnel. You know where drones can't go. Right. 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 And there's a there's a like a crashed subway car, 
and then, boom, you see the misfits. And a couple of them are famous. I forget who it was. But I remember going, oh, these are the misfits. Just, and Justin Long? Just, yeah, it's, it feels like Justin Long. It's, uh, yeah, it's Justin Long. Yeah. It's uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Dulé <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Hill. Yeah, Dulé Hill. Wing. And Wiz Khalifa. And Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> I mean, I knew we all did our dream misfits casting yeah, a couple now. years yeah. ago, and we never <laughs> thought they would do it. And they did. They but land I, forget, the plane. I forget who exactly played the Misfits. but Michael the, Clark Duncan. That's the name oh, I was trying to remember that go. entire time. Uh, the Misfits are girls, canonically, and they were girls in the movie. Right. Young women. And I forget who exactly was. I'm like, oh, these are kind of names they're getting to play these Misfits. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, all right, I hear there's this band called Gem and the Holograms. We're going to get them. Boom. Rest of the credits. There's a post credit scene. For a, a movie that was the lowest grossing movie of all time, oh, no. that will never get a sequel. Yeah, that's it, great. It's so. It, can, I bet you those misfits were so excited to get cast as that. That's cruel. They thought they were they were jumping into a franchise. Hell, fucking! I bet they were talking about a misfit spinoff movie. Yes, Gossip Girl was probably one of them. It was Could probably Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Yeah, it's probably Gossip Girl. Anyway, so I for, even though I forgot who you were, movie misfits. Babe was supposed to be a trilogy, Jordan. Oh, no. Fucking sometimes sometimes fate is cruel. Pig in the City went so far off book. That shit is so hot. They That's went the hotness. They went so, I mean, it just got, it got real weird. It got too whimsical. They were I'll like, t- what, if, what if Babe was even better? <laughs> Keep it on the farm, Babe. If they would have kept the whole trilogy on the farm, make the city come to them. That's how you do it. <laughs> Keep it on the farm. Now, city folks are coming to the farm. Farmer Hoggett calls up the city and invites it over? Yeah. The like city the Department folk of Water and Power? Because he, he needs speaking to, he to, needs to make a little extra scratch so it becomes a sort of pumpkin patch corn maze situation. Mm. All these people don't respect the farm come over. So is the killer the dog from Babe Pig in the City, is that in the corn maze? Yes, but he or? gets brought out. He's got these owners. This guy won't get off his cell phone. Real jackass. And only his kid. You know what I mean? His kid ends up befriending Babe. And what are we talking them. about? Preps or yups? Oh, Yups. These yeah. are yups. Yeah, These but there's yup. preps, but uh, it's mainly yups. Talking on their car phone and their BMW convertible. Exactly. Guys, Another type. Can I take a minute to talk to some over the top streaming services? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, over the top streaming services. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Sure. Crackle. Yeah. Sure. PlayStation View. Yeah. CISO? CISO. CISO. Hey, CISO. You out there? Yeah. CISO. DiscoveryChannelKids.org. There you go. That gas, the gas station channel. <laughs> yes. Hey, yeah. hey, you out there? Channel that plays in the gas station pub. It's real. <laughs> it's about time you got into the original content business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Fucking take some of this nostalgia we're creating in here. Mm-hmm. You make that gem sequel about the misfits. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. You make that third Babe movie where he goes back to the farm. It could even be called Babe Three: Back to the Farm. Back to the right. farm. And you make Bullseye Buds, the movie about how uh, <laughs> you guys go to a cabin. Yeah, there you go. Air, well, I make Air Buds. Yeah, the one Air Buds, the, the one where the dog blazes guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing in the rule book saying a dog can't get high. <laughs> Air Bud, where it's Jane Eyre. Yeah, she plays basketball. Oh, high school. Yeah. but she's also fucking baked. Yeah, Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Mm-hmm. 
Instead of door busting for a plasma TV this Black Friday, how about you stay in and snag the best deal of all? Max FunCon 2017 tickets. Max FunCon West returns to Lake Arrowhead next June, and Max FunCon East is back in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both go on sale Friday, November 25th, and they're going to sell out fast. So mark your calendars and visit MaxFunCon.com on November 25th to secure your spot. MaxFunCon, way more fun than a smartwatch or whatever. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. And this is Ian Carmel, uh, 1988's Columbia Gorge windsurfing champion. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> Congratulations. It's a great year for windsurfing. It was big. I was sort of the peak of it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then I got into drugs and it was just. That was, a, that was a good gorge year. It was a go- <laughs> gorge, gorge year. Yeah. yeah. Gorge short for gorgeous. Of course. Which, I, wa- I want to mention. Me that. <laughs> I do want to know what color poop is, though. <laughs> oh, it's brown, brown, brown. I would like to mention a couple of live events coming up. Please. First of all, I am in Chicago this very week as part of the Chicago Podcast Festival. Alongside Lady to Lady, I will be doing my NPR program, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Uh, our guests, Dwayne Kennedy, one of the funniest stand-up comics so in the world. So funny. So funny. So funny. Honest, so funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got an interview with Andre Royo. Yeah, that's Bubbles from The mm. Wire. Uh, we got music from Split Single. Yeah. That features uh, members of uh, Super Chunk and the Bob Mould Band. Uh, and uh, it's going to be an extravaganza. That is this Thursday evening, the week that this show goes out, at the Chicago Podcast Festival. Tickets still available. Okay? Get real, people. Tickets still available. They're gonna be. You're gonna pay way more for them on StubHub. Mm-hmm. You got it. If you don't act, you want to pay those StubHub prices. Don't you do it? Max FunCon and Max FunCon East tickets go on sale the day after Thanksgiving. So get ready for that. We're coming back to the Poconos, back to Lake Arrowhead here in Southern California. But more than that, I want to highlight Jordan Jesse Go as part of Very Very Fun Day. MaximumFun.org's first ever one-day podcasting festival in Chicago, Illinois. We're going to be at a beautiful venue called Thalia Hall. Uh, it's going to be Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman, Tights and Fights, uh, The Flop House, Stop Podcasting Yourself, plus local shows, a stand-up comedy showcase with our friend Graham Clark mm. uh, and Daniel Radford from Tights and Fights. Uh, there is going to be meet and greets and Q and A's, uh, is going to be 12 hours of podcast Mm. spectacularity. So get your cocaine now. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want to be up for this. Uh, the Flophouse are going to be showing a movie. Um, we haven't, we haven't licensed the movie yet, so I can't tell you what it is, but I can say that last time we licensed the movie for them, uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, was unavailable oh, no. due, to a, due to an exclusivity window for Batman versus Superman that has since closed. The window is closed. So that window is closed, that window of exclusivity. We are now free to license Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Though you can't say if you have or haven't. No, we have not. We have not licensed anything yet. It could be Bratz. I hope it's Bratz. Now I want it to be Bratz. Yeah. I want it to be both movies. There's a lot of good options. That's the point. Uh, but it's going to be an extravaganza. All of those shows under one roof. 
uh, plus Q&As and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, uh, it's going to be a blast. And tickets are on sale now, okay? On sale now. There are regular tickets that get you into everything. Uh, there are VIP tickets that get you into everything, uh, plus a reserved seat in the VIP balcony, plus a, a poster and a tote bag and a VIP lanyard. And a single kiss. What do they call that? Not a lot of lanyard. A placard? A placard. Uh, a lanyard holds the placard. Yeah. Hmm. A, a badge? One. Could be. You know the thing I'm talking one about. One of those things. It says VIP on it. Yeah. There's also Wolf tickets, which get you into a mid-90s hip-hop show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, there, are even, um, there are even some opera boxes. Uh, which you can purchase at the price of one box that also come with a poster autographed by everybody. Uh, and On Earth. <laughs> <laughs> all humans. <laughs> even the bad ones. All, a lot of the bad ones, too. Yeah. Uh, and a visit from some Max Fun personalities to your box. Oh, boy. We're coming up to say hello to you. On your territory, mm-hmm. in your private box. That's how classy you are. That's really fun. That's a that's a fun little experience. And can I say this? It's yeah. a steal at twice the price. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Maximum fun, maximumfun.org slash very, very fun day uh, is where you can find more information. Hey, Jordan, if I went to very, very fun day in Chicago mm-hmm. this February, yeah. would it qua- – what type of – I guess I, I'm just wondering, what type of occasion would it be? Well, I mean, it would certainly be momentous. Well, then I guess it would qualify for our signature segment, Momentous Occasions. That's the one. And that the whoever goes should call 206-984-4FUN to share a momentous occasion with us, uh, as this person has. Hi, this is Yelena from Toronto calling with a moment of shame. I was giving a big presentation for my job, and I connected my laptop to the wire and had everything set up to open it and just have everything that was on my screen pop up on the big screen for everyone for some reason. And I hooked it up, I opened my screen, and there was Netflix recently watched Shrek 2, Shrek 1, and Shrek 3. So that was pretty embarrassing. Everyone thought it was cute. So luckily I did okay. But just make sure you don't do that. Get him, get him, get him. Why'd she watch him out of order? Yeah. Why did she go to... Maybe she did three, one, two? At what point do you think she watched Puss in Boots? Yeah. (laughs) Where does Puss in Boots fall on the Shrek timeline, I wonder? It's actually a sequel to Babe Pig in the City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not recognized as canon. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's an Elseworlds <laughs> babe movie. Uh, oh, I guess I'm trying to think about how the Netflix recently watched. So maybe she watched three. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, love the three. I got to see how they got here. Yeah. yeah. And then she watched one and two. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is Has your Netflix gone from trying to help you to actively tr- confusing and upsetting you? Yeah. I uh, I like the Netflix service. There's a lot of good stuff on there. But yeah, the recommendations thing is just – it's just shit now. It used to try and show you things that you would like to watch. Now all it wants me to watch is that Ashton Kutcher show. Oh, yeah, so yeah. bad. Ranch. I, I'm not interested. No, I don't – I'm not – I wish him the best. Yes. I don't – good luck with your tech investments, sir. Health and wealth. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, the Netflix agenda with uh, pushing its uh, uh, 
all over the place quality wise original programming. Is there uh, anything yeah. with a wider range of quality? Like it's crazy. Yeah. And you go into it's a category crazy. and you're moving to the right. You're on the third thing. And it's projecting that you will give this one out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't show that one to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's even to where like there are times when I am looking for the original programming, but it is hidden behind, you know, nine Ashton Kutcher things and, you know, eight documentaries about how Legos are made or something mm-hmm. like that. I would like to know how Legos are made. I mean, you got to figure it's an injection molding process, right? Something one like one that. can only hope. A Nordic <laughs> one. A Nordic injection. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah to, to the two th- examples I can think of are... There are times when I find it's hard to find the Kimmy Schmidt and the Black Mirror, which are the two top things to watch on Netflix. Why would you hide the Kimmy Schmidt? Do they not know about Pinot Noir? <laughs> it's, like, it's like they don't. They should have a category on Netflix that's just called 27 Perfect Jokes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all that's in there is Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Do they have 30 Rock? It they have says, the rights to 30 Rock. Yes, so it's just, they have 30 Rock, too. Yeah. And then remember Stoop Crone? <laughs> they, they know you're looking for it, so they yeah. don't have to put it out yeah, there. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe They don't they, have to put it out there. God, I'm a motivated I even, buyer. Yeah. I didn't even consider that. It's like, oh, he'll be fucking around trying to find this for a little while. Right. We it, might as well try and tempt him. With some Kuchar. They want you to watch the Kuchar. They want you to watch the Joe Rogan comedy special. Sure. Oh, all this stuff at you. Want, so his yeah. terrifying bald head. He's a scary staring man. Staring at me like, I know how to beat you up. I'm your podcast rival and I can take you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. I, 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 I would kill you and not feel bad. Not even because he would have, have done so much acid afterwards that he contextualize <laughs> it in a way that made it okay. He does look like, I mean, he, I know he's supposed to be enlightened and everything, but he looks like he would force, like, mushrooms down your throat. Yeah. Sure. And I don't know what he would do. Can scream I, Ram Dass at you. Can I tell you a, a beating people up story? Sure. I had a meeting with um, Lexi Alexander, mm-hmm. the director of Punisher Warzone. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but also a former world outspoken, uh, outspoken feminist and anti-racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also a former world karate champion. Wow. Uh, she is a Palestinian German and perhaps the single most amazing person I've ever met in my life. So an enemy of the Jews is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> All of the, the Palestinians. Germans, she, another, give me a couple of years. She, <laughs> so she. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll give you a ring in 2025. <laughs> she, the alt-right is opposed to her outspoken feminism yeah. and anti-racism. How do yeah. they feel about Punisher War Zone? Yes. I know. That's what the, their deepest, that must be their deepest moral quandary, mm-hmm. is they love the uh, hyper-stylized super-violence sure. of Punisher War Zone, just like Patton Oswalt does. Sure. But they can't deal with her outspoken feminism and anti-racism. So uh, they, at one point, were threatening to dox her. And mm-hmm. she was telling me about this. She was saying that they were threatening to dox her, which is to say put out all her personal information on the internet. And she said she had to look up what doxing was. Mm-hmm. And then she, she said to me, so I told them, go ahead and put my address on the internet and come over to my house so I can punch you in the face. <laughs> I love her. She was amazing. Okay, let's take another call. 
Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, possible guest. Hey, Alan calling from Savannah. I was just calling you with a little bit of a momentous occasion. My wife makes a little bit more money these days, so we decided to buy ourselves a new home. And uh, we just sold our house, and so we got a moving pod and put it in the driveway. And after about four hours of some pretty hefty labor tonight, uh, we started to move everything out to the pod. And after we opened up the pod, uh, we got a shelf in and about a couple hundred pounds of books in. When we were in there moving a freezer, and it dislodged itself and started rolling down the driveway with us in it. <laughs> my car that it smashed into uh, stopped it from rolling all the way out into the street. Uh, but now my means of going to work tomorrow is a little bit incapacitated. So there's my momentous occasion. I hope your boys are having a great week. Love you. Have a good night. He gets it. Yeah, he knows what a momentous fun. occasion yeah. is. And it's fun because you know he didn't die. Yes. Well, At least not from that. No, he yeah. will someday. Yeah. Hey, guys. This As is, we all do. Yeah. This is Alan from Savannah calling from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've got a sweet southern voice, and I am currently on the other side. Free from my corporeal form. <laughs> I am pure energy, and I am loving it. I got a quick one from St. Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have just rode the freezer to work the next day. <laughs> Use sort of like so a broom handle as like a gondola thing. Yeah. yeah. And just pushed himself on that wheelie freezer. Yeah. Would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. I like those pods. Those are fun. That does seem, it does seem like an amazing technology, that mm-hmm. pod technology. Well, I mean, besides, I mean, the other thing is you can go and suspend, they, have, they do suspended animation. Sure. And you can grow human beings in there. Yeah. So, if so you the pods see, are amazing are all around. You do a lot of fun stuff. Cloning. Right. Hypersleep. Sure. So if you want to see what the future run by apes is like, just hop in there. Set the timer for 20 years. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about the movie Cocoon anymore. Not enough. <laughs> I guess not. Only, the only time I ever hear it brought up anymore is, is to reference how Brad Pitt is now currently as old as Wilford Brimley was. Oh, yeah. In the movie Cocoon. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt, still hitting it. Still looking great. Ladies love it. Looking great. Wilford Brimley Aging in that movie. Aging gracefully. Aging very gracefully. Brimley, at that point, was all mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. He well, had one of those wasting diseases. He did. <laughs> but I think here's the, here's the secret to Brimley's longevity. Yeah. Thick old dong. Thick gotta be. Yeah. Gotta be. Gotta be thick, baby. Gotta be like the, <laughs> like the forearm of an NFL quarterback. Sure. Yeah. So I think, you think I'm, Brimley's boning down? Oh yes, you know Brimley's boning. There's nothing I believe more. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a thick old dog. I mean, you like you like hearing him say diabetes. <laughs> think about diabetes. what he sounds like when he's saying cunnilingus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. The voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Ian Carmel, currently number three on the FBI's most cuddly list. <laughs> Why do they keep that? I don't know. I just think for personal reference. You know, yeah. it's not it's not it's not all book working cases for them. You know, yeah. They don't like to have fun. Yeah, they like to influence want. elections. Yeah. And do a little cuddling. Yeah. Influence erections. Actually <laughs> sure. not. It's just cuddling. We need to be very clear about that. Yeah, yeah I've been to a cuddle not party. Not a sexual I know the thing. Rules. Yeah. No boners. What do you do if you get a boner at a cuddle party? You just got to explain it away like I'm sorry? Well, you, you carry just, ice cubes. You cuddle. You yeah. carry ice cubes. <laughs> Bring the swelling down a little. Rice. Yeah. You just play it. Then they switch. They just switch the music. Usually at a cuddle party, it's like a Nenya. Yeah. Or something like that. 
Some soft jazz. Municipal if waste. If there's two. Municipal <laughs> waste, yes. <laughs> Boom, they throw on the municipal waste. And the boners get huge. <laughs> they get gigantic. Whoa. And aggro. Spooky sound effects. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Stop having a boner. <laughs> It's violating the tenets of this very event. <laughs> it's me, Alan, calling from Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I have a momentous occasion. That was working in the lab one night. <laughs> did you? Did you see the video of Billy Joel singing the Monster Mash at Madison Square Garden? No. Yes. What? Yes. This exists? Yes. Why did he do that? I, I think it was a concert around Halloween. <laughs> he sang the Monster Mash? So they mash? covered the Monster Mash. How is it? You didn't see it. There was an article in Wired. The headline was, Internet Reaches Completion. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Time to forage. William of Joel. William wow. of House Joel. Did the did- Monster Mash. <laughs> How did he sound? Sounded good. Spooky. Still got it. Whoa. You know he takes a helicopter from his house to Madison Square Garden for those Madison Square Garden concerts. Yeah, can't be bothered. I would too. Yeah, I would too. Mayor de Blasio behind a wheel. Mayor de Blasio takes the subway. Mm. Yes. Billy Joel. He's catching that helicopter. Helicopter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well. Ian Carmel, it's been a joy to have you here. I'm so glad you could join us. It's been great being here. Ian, now, yeah. where can people find out more about the great Ian Carmel? Oh. At Ian Carmel on Twitter. That's a lot of fun. At Ian Carmel. I'm overly active on there. And here's the thing. Yeah. Jordan, I don't know if this is something you're looking for, but if you're looking for somebody on Twitter to tweet back and forth about lesser members of the Dungeon family oh, and, man. <laughs> and DC Pearson's asleep, sure. Ian Carmel's your man. <laughs> Ian Carmel is available I to talk. I will step into that role. Want to talk about... Witch Doctor's album, A SWAT Healing Ritual? I would love to be there for He's you. He's in. <laughs> he may even have thoughts about Witch Doctor's late career adult swim release, King of the Beasts. Oh, oh yeah. I'll get into that. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about E-40 or any of his crew, yeah. I'm, I'm down I'm down for the that whole kind of conversation. Sick it, the whole Sick With It crew. The whole Sick With It crew. Talk about Droopy. Talk about, that's the son, Droopy, right? Yeah, Selly Sell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about the National Basketball Association, I'd be more than happy to engage you in conversation on that topic. Uh, what about JT the Bigger Figure? Are you oh, I love you. Absolutely. JJ the, the Bigger this, Figure. Yeah. Discussing his iconic hit game recognized game. <laughs> I would love to talk about the – I'd love to talk about any Bigger Figure with okay. anyone, by the way. Got it. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Brother Lynch hung anybody. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Come out. I celebrate the catalogs. Of That's so just many FYI artists. for you, George. Yeah. Sure. Sounds if like you, fun. If you're looking for it, throw me a follow. No, I'm yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> 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 you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. Um, I. Uh, you, that you've I, got a podcast called All Fantasy Everything. Oh, I do. I have one called All Fantasy Everything. This is a. Uh, this is like. Uh, well. Legendary comedian Jesse Thorne mm-hmm. yeah. hosts a segment on the fa- on the Slar Brothers podcast where he does crazy fantasy subjects. Now, oh, does he? I didn't even know you Did- didn't. You didn't steal it from. Me. I didn't know you had that. People keep telling me that oh, you stole it from God, me. Oh my God! I had no it. idea. It's different. It's a different thing. Oh no! Is this a con- don't is worry? This like a it's, a different, it's a different thing. This, this is, is going to be as popular as Gallagher. Gallagher walks come on out in of here! here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I'm no, so sorry. I had no it's idea. It's a different thing. I, in fact, one of the things I wanted to remember to say yeah was it's definitely a different thing oh good there's no problems here yeah it's 100 percent a different thing 
God, who will just sign this huge sponsorship? Yours is deal more. Too. Yours is no, yours is more of a knockoff of the Doughboys. Sure. Uh, no. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that in that I am a Doughboy. Do they do fantasy drafting too? They did that one time with sandwiches. Oh, well, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> no, with I mean, items yeah. on the diner menu. That's what they did it with. Yeah, you're, yeah. So you're doing fantasy drafting with not just sports, but other things. Anything, cool. any old thing. Yeah. So we just did. Uh, we just drafted the mall. Me and David Borey and Sean Jordan. Oh wow. Uh, we just draft it like different, just anything. Fantasy Ooh. Mall. Fantasy what, Mall. What what round pick is in Orange Julius? Orange, well, it's controversial. Orange Julius probably would have been about a third round pick, but I opened it up by just drafting the food court in general. Oh, wow. But I specified in the So you got the hot dog on a stick. You got the Sabaro. We're talking about that. We're talking about random Chinese food restaurant, whichever one's in there. Sometimes Panda Express, sometimes not. Sometimes right. other. But I specified that Orange Julius was separate from it. Because that is a separate place mm-hmm. oh, in yeah. many malls. It's not in the food court all the time. Sometimes it's a little bougie. It's hanging out in a different part of the mall. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, nothing bougier than an Orange Nothing Julius. bougier than an Orange Julius. Uh, somebody took shoplifting. Uh-huh. You know, I, yeah. Somebody took a – I took walking into a store looking really schlubby but having enough money to shop there. Yeah. And then spending a bunch <laughs> of money when somebody finally comes up to help you. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and we did, yeah, we did today that we just, the 90s came out with, we drafted the 90s. Uh, yeah, and we're doing, me, Ron Funches, and Kamel Nanjiani are doing video games oh, on cool. Saturday, so oh, that should boy. be a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Our audience yeah. won't be interested in yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> nobody likes those people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Ever since I stole the idea from you, you know, yeah. been, oh. <laughs> I had to listen to it. What did you do? Was it? Are My you telling bit, me it's not and the this same? This is a bit that I did not create. The yeah. Squar Brothers offered me this to yes. their credit, and I've been doing it for years on Squarbro Country. Yes, great show. I've been on it once. I wasn't occasionally. Yeah, I portray a fantasy sports expert. Oh, okay, but I don't present picks for fantasy football. Right, rather fantasy doulas. Oh, fantasy okay. rose varietals. Oh, so like a doula, you're making up like Margaret Claxton yeah. Klein. Rose right, right, varietals. Right. I'm just yeah. looking up the funniest rose varietals. And there's names. some funny and ones. If those. you ever go to the Huntington Library, yeah. local reference, sure. Sure. Uh, they have a beautiful rose garden I'm more so a, many funny ones. I'm more of a Descanso Gardens man. You're a Descanso Gardens? Well, now is when I walk out. Now is when I walk out. Last straw. <laughs> Talk about last straw. Ian Carmel, a very funny man. Our producer, Brian Fernandez. That sounded much more dismissive than I intended it to. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Brian Fernandez, our producer. Uh, MaximumFun.org, our internet website. Hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. MaximumFun.reddit.com is our Reddit, and you can join us on Facebook as well in the Maximum Fun group, which is always a good time, uh, or by liking Jordan Jesse Go. I'm at Jesse Thorne on Twitter. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Morris. So follow us there. We'll talk to you next time. Mm. Mm. On Jordan mm. Jesse Go. Mm. 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 I'm a big boy now. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.